Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. The Cowboys are balanced. They're great running it on offense. They're great throwing it on offense. Their quarterback is a superstar. They have two-headed running back. They got great receivers. They have a great offensive line. The defense is getting way better. It's opportunistic. The Cowboys are legit the best team in the NFC, and that absolutely shocks me. Yeah, Greeny. Yeah, they are. I mean, there's one undefeated team in the NFL right now, but okay. He said the NFC. Did he say the NFC or NFC East? I thought it was the NFC. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'd go as far as saying the best team in the NFC. I yeah. think he might have meant the NFC. I mean, NFC East, I mean, I will, I will let the, the Cowboys have their moment right now, and I will concede with the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC East. Yes. Um, and congratulations to Trevon Diggs. Trevon Diggs, man, he's something, isn't he? Not too bad. Not, not too bad. <laughs> he's doing pretty well for himself right now. Is Trevon Diggs better than Jalen Ramsey? I wouldn't go that far because they're still throwing to Trevon Diggs for some reason. They don't throw to Jalen Ramsey that much. It's so funny coming out. Jalen even, like, they gave up 37 points, and Ramsey still plays well. Like, <laughs> did you see the numbers against him? No, I didn't. It's unbelievable. Like, I mean, he's just so good. Yeah. Uh, but Diggs is crazy now. I mean, it's five interceptions in four games. That's nuts. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's not bad. I know Christian Fulton had one a couple, of, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, so. <laughs> I saw, so I saw. That going I, for it. I saw Fulton. Uh, do an interview. I was like, hey, he does play. I almost texted yeah, him. Like, hey, he does play. Uh, Austin. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jamal uh, Diggs, have a year, though. I mean, I'll be honest with you. With, with, with jokes aside, he's been very impressive so far. I will I, I will definitely give you those props. Well, and here, here's the thing about stuff like that, okay? Trevon Diggs wasn't great in his first year. Correct. Right? Yes. And uh, was that last year or yeah. two years ago? That was last year. That was just last year? Yeah. Okay. So... Wait, was it last year? No, was that two years. No, I think it was last year. It was last year because you wanted last year because I did the look at the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so my point being, he wasn't great, and now look what he's become. Mm-hmm. And sometimes patience wins the day. Now, we're still waiting on a guy like Chase on. Waited four years on Taven Bryan. Sometimes it's not going to work out. Correct. Uh, but year two for DJ Chark was awesome, yep. right, compared to year one. So it really it, – it actually is a little bit more – baffling that the Jaguars would give up on players like C.J. Henderson, maybe. Now, again, there feels like there's more going on there. I can I can come with you on that, but the bottom line is you're giving up on a talented kid who in year two might be really good and take a step. Quincy Williams is another guy off this weekend. That's a very small sample. Correct. that You sit here and you ask yourself, you're like, all right. I mean, the guy still had two years left on his deal. Yeah. He, he was hurt sometimes. He admitted that he was coming from Murray State, yeah. and his head was in a beehive. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it just took a little longer. Why did you give up on him already? Now this guy might become a good player. Again, very small sample. I'm not sitting here telling you Quincy Williams is going to be a pro bowler every year. But he's playing very well for them in year three. So you have to be very careful to give up on guys early. Josh Oliver is another example of that, although Oliver, again, Oliver's become a narrative around here, and we've helped form that. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like he's lighting up the NFL at the tight end position, okay? No, he's not. But he has made the roster in Baltimore, who always takes pride in their tight ends, and he has played in meaningful games in Baltimore. The problem that I have with Josh Oliver is that he didn't really get a chance to prove himself because, well, he was never on the field. So if you cut a guy because he's injury-prone, I mean, okay, but he hasn't been hurt so far in Baltimore. 
No, he hasn't. Um, so, anyway, again, I kind of kid about Trevon Diggs or Jalen Ramsey. The bottom line is, Trevon Diggs is playing at that kind of level right now for Dallas. And they have changed their defense. You add Micah Parsons and what he's been able to do. Yeah. I mean, Jerry Jones and company, they've fixed their defense. They might be legit. The, the Cowboys might be legit. They do play in a division that's kind of weak because Philly, I know you, you you thought they'd do good things. And, and Hurts got a nice bounce-back game. For sure. But they don't look like they're a very no. good team. No, I mean, it could be up and down for Philly. I do like my bet that they're going to have more wins than the Jaguars this year. But you're off to a good start. You're one ahead. Yeah. You, well, I would like my bet. Of, I like that bet, too, by the way. Okay, can I get out it? of that bet? <laughs> can I get out of that bet? That and also Arizona winning over eight games. I like that one, too. That's off to a nice start, too. I like that one as well. Hey, we're, we're halfway there. They could still hit the tank We're, ha we're halfway there, Brent. They could still. Arizona we're could tank it. halfway there. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go around the NFL. Uh, only undefeated team is Arizona. That's crazy through four weeks. Boom. Just like that, it. right? Yeah. Um, but the Raiders had a chance to be, and the Raiders played awful yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, the uh, Chargers are pretty good. Mm -hmm. A lot of good teams, but it's going to be a haves and have-nots league. I think I counted six teams in the NFC that are three and one or better. Seven teams in the AFC three and one or better well, right now. And by the way, not listed on those teams: New England, Pittsburgh, uh, uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, uh, even uh, the Titans are two and two. Mm -hmm. The Colts are one and three. Yeah. Like so, some teams that people thought might be good. Are, um, Seattle's what two and two? I think they're two and two. They're yeah. last place at two and two in that division. And you better hang on in that division. Because that's you can't get two. Are they three and one? No, I maybe it's San Fran that's two and two. I'll check it out quick. Uh, but either way, you, you can't get too far behind in that division. No, or, no, or no. you're screwed. So, all right, uh, Casey, let's go. What do we got around the uh, NFL? We go. We're staying with the Cardinals, 37 to 21 over the Rams. Are they the best team in the NFL? Um, nah, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I understand what 4-0 says. I watched them here in Jacksonville, man. They, uh, they're, well, yeah. they were flawed. Again, they played a poor game and still won. Sure. Um, their offense is clicked. That was impressive what they did to the Rams. It really was. Uh, I, I just am not there yet. I, I have this problem with Arizona, and I said this to you around the Jags time, where I thought maybe this would be the, the recipe for an upset, is are they seasoned enough Sure. You know, to go week to week to week? Like, the, the Rams to show us that they weren't seasoned enough. They came off a big game against the Bucks and a win yep. and then got basically blasted at home by the Cardinals. That shows me you're not ready to take that next step that the Kansas Cities, the New Englands for all those years took, Green Bays of the world. Those teams, there's something about them that week in, week out, they bring it. Now, you're always going to have an off week. So that happens, too. Um, and maybe Arizona had an off week and still won. Right? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not there yet. I, I like the way the Bills are playing right now. I mean, look at the last three weeks for the Bills. Oh, I know they're sure. one less law win, Yeah. Um, but they are playing unbelievable the last three weeks against some really crappy teams. But So I think right now where it stands, Arizona has to be the best team in the NFL because, well, they beat the team that I thought was the best <laughs> yeah, team and that's fair. in the NFL. And not only do they beat them, they beat them decisively on the road in front of those L.A. fans. So, yeah, I think Arizona right now, and, and obviously, too, we talk about the best teams, talk about quarterback play. I'm not sure if anyone's playing better right now than Kyler Murray. So, I think Arizona, it's crazy to say because we're four weeks into the season, I think Arizona's the best team in the league right now. Are you sure they are Arizona or are they the Phoenix Cardinals? Phoenix Cardinals, by the way. <laughs> U University of Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> I know. I mean, I get it. Phoenix Suns, Arizona. I don't oh, they know, used to man. be the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was when I mean, Neil Lomax was the quarterback, you, I think. You just played him you know, <laughs> two weeks ago. But, eh, whatever. <laughs> by, the way, I'm gonna had, by the way, if you had beaten them, gonna give them then to say Phoenix would have been awesome. It would have been fantastic. <laughs> it would have been the cherry on top. Uh, go ahead, Casey. Let's go back to the Cowboys. You heard in the rejoiner, they are 3-1 and one after beating the Panthers 36-28. Panthers team that we thought was at least okay. Uh, how good are the Cowboys? Like, win the division good? Win a playoff game good? Win a conference good? That's a good question. They are definitely good enough to win that division. Yes. Okay. I agree. They have now become the odds-on favorite, the clear favorite, in my opinion, to win the division. Uh, where do they go with, like, in Arizona, um, Green Bay, when they're playing good at the end of the year? Mm-hmm. Um, anybody in the West, really. Like, can they match up? Can they match wits with the Rams? Well, they did, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks back, they just lost that game. Or is that the Chargers? No, that was the Chargers. My bad. They played the Chargers uh, like in week one or two or something like that. The Cowboys? No, they yeah, but they did go head to head with the Bucks in week one. The, the Cowboys played the Rams. Did they, they play the Rams yeah, or the Chargers? They, they played the, the Ra- uh, Casey. I'm pretty sure they played the Chargers. It was the Chargers. Okay. They won yeah. on a knockoff okay, okay. field goal in but LA. They did go head to head with the, the uh, Bucks in week one. Gotcha. Okay, so I okay. think they. Can, but that's a lot, man. Can, or can you be playing that good at the end of the year? I think they've got the horses. Bottom line is yes. I think they are good enough to go to a Super Bowl on paper. Mm. They re- they have the team to do that. I believe the Dallas Cowboys could go to the Super Bowl, yes. See, to me, comes the philosophy of are they seasoned enough? Yeah. Because, Fair let's enough. be honest, when we talk about the Dallas Cowboys, in terms of playoff wins, not a lot to be had with that team. So they can definitely win the division, but as far as Super Bowl contenders, I'm not sold quite yet. Who has more talent, guys? Who do you think, the Cardinals or Cowboys? Oof, that's a good question. Man, I would probably, uh, honestly, I would go with Arizona right now. Like, I would take Hopkins over Amari Cooper. I think CeeDee Lamb's the better two, but you got A.J. Green, who's still, I mean, if he's healthy, he's good. You got Christian Kirk. You got uh, Rondale Moore. I think in terms of explosiveness, in terms of being dynamic, which is kind of Kansas City's MO, why they've had so much success. I think Kansas City has them beat. So I would say, uh, I'm, I would say uh, Arizona. Sorry. Casey, what you got? Um, it's close, though. It, it's really close. Um, I, Dallas uh, because like, of the quarterback. Dallas has a better running game, I feel like, too. Yeah, Dallas has the du- the duo now. It was just Zeke. Now it's a duo. So, yeah, I'll go with Dallas. That's interesting. You said Dallas because of the quarterback. I mean, a lot of people take Kyle Murray in that quarterback situation, I think. Yeah, I mean, nothing against Kyler Murray, but now, now I, I know what, I know what you're going to say. But if it's if it's on the line, I like Dak. Mm. Neither of them have either of them really proved it down the stretch, down the line. It's important, not really. But to me, I just see Dak making the play with his arm, and I don't see Kyler doing that. Although I know he's throwing it all around the yard, I get that. I just favor Dak in that situation. All right, what you got next? The Giants and the Jets somehow won. First of all, that's the <laughs> That's the first part of the sentence. But the second part is they somehow did it on the same day, both games in overtime. Um, Craziness, I guess I could say. But the question is, who are you more concerned about, the Titans, who lost to the Jets, or the Saints, who lost to the Giants at home? Ooh, that's good. Uh, I'm more concerned. That's a good question. I'm more concerned. (laughs) I'm actually, I think New Orleans is a better team. 
Okay. Okay. So I'm less concerned. The problem, the reason I'm hesitating is I'm less concerned about Tennessee because they play in the AFC South. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they can be a bad team and still, not a bad team, but not a great team and still win the South. And I just wonder at some point, I love the guy, uh, not when he's playing the Jags, but I, I, can they keep doing this with Derrick Henry? I know we've asked that a lot. Can they keep giving it to him 35 times? Is that going to end at some point? Yeah. And are they risking it a little bit too much of wearing him down even? I, this guy's crazy he's athletic, and uh, yeah. he is. But are they risking that? I mean, sooner or later it happens. I don't know if this is the year it does, but I, I just think Tennessee has a lot of flaws, man. Their offense, you know, when we used to talk about Tennessee, you say, hey, they're built around this offensive line. Yeah. They want to run the football. Well, they went and got these wide outs, and their offensive line is not that good. And so who are they? Do they still know exactly who they are? Well, they give it to Derrick Henry all the time. But then when they want to be electric, like Tannehill throwing to those guys on the outside, I'm not sure they can protect them good enough. Yeah, yeah. And Tannehill has really lost his luster. I mean, he hasn't played poorly. Look at his numbers. His, his, his play isn't poor. But, it's not, but, like it, but it's not like people are talking about him like the last couple of seasons. So from this past game, because uh, that was the question, I'm more worried about the Saints. I'm not as worried about the Tennessee Titans because, well, you're down A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. And like, if you take if you take Marvin Jones, you take D.J. Chark out of your lineup, you're going to have some issues as well, right? So I think with the New Orleans Saints, we ha I'll be honest, I have no idea who the Saints are because you come out week one and absolutely curb stomp the Green Bay Packers, who are a good team. You come out week two and get curb stomped yourself by the Carolina Panthers. You come out week three and go to New England and curb stomp the Patriots, and then week four at home, you lose to the Giants. So who are you? Like, I literally have no idea who the New Orleans Saints team is. Are they the good or are they the bad? Or is it a combination of both? Because every week it's been up and down. Like, they are the definition right now of a roller coaster in New Orleans. So I would go with New Orleans just because we don't know what is going on. Like, what are they capable of? And one more thing on this, I would say, this the Titans we talk about a lot in the context of, and by the way, Casey picked them to go to the Super Bowl, and so this is for real. Like, we talk about in the context of being in the Buffalo realm, the yeah. Browns realm, the, the Chiefs realm, of are they the next team to take that step? You know, Indianapolis we wondered about, but Tennessee, they've been there. Yep. And so could they take that next step? Well, this does not look like that team that could take the next step. Now, I warn us all, because if you go back a couple of years ago, the first half of the year they were just, eh, yep. and then by the end of it they were like cooking. Yes. Right? So, again, a lot changes in the course of a season. I would just say at this point right now, I don't think the Titans are nearly as good as anybody thought they would be mm -hmm. uh, at this point. And, again, that was a huge loss last week. They win that game last week. They come to Jacksonville, and then I think next week they play Houston, I think it is. They could have wrapped up the division. What they did is they kept the division wide open, probably not for the Jags or the, or the Texans, but probably for the Colts. The yeah. Colts now are back in the division because Titans lost to the Jets, believe it or not. And imagine if the Titans didn't come back and shock Seattle. I mean, then we'd be talking about <laughs> what a That's mess true. in the AFC South. That's true. <laughs> that we would. And Super Bowl pick, not looking great. Thought I had five guaranteed wins on the schedule with the Jags, the Texans, and that Jets game. It, not, not looking pretty. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to the football team of Washington. They come back and win 34-30 over the Falcons, who are – the usual Falcons. They don't play defense, but they can score points. Mm. However, Taylor Heineke's kind of doing his thing. So yeah. the question is, are you more surprised that Heineke is is good? There's no he's 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 been good. Or the Washington football team that was supposed to have this really good defense with Chase Young and the boys, they're nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty surprising. Washington defense has not played well. I will say this about Heineke, okay? 
And by the way, give them a lot of credit for putting him in positions. He makes some crazy plays. You see the play he made? Oh, yeah. I mean, what is the Atlanta Falcons defense doing? I mean, seriously, the, the Falcons are – the Falcons, by the way, have come, become that team that can't win. Yeah. Like, they find ways to lose. I don't know if it was the Super Bowl that did that to them, but they are, they are now like the Chargers, and the Chargers look like they're coming out of it. Mm -hmm. They lose all those goofy games, even though they probably shouldn't. Um, but the defense of, of Atlanta is – is awful anyway, but Washington's defense is, should be way better. And Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio, they're defensive guys. Yes. This is a problem in Washington. What I would say about Heineke, though, is this. I don't know how much credit we should give a franchise for Heineke playing well when they decided to go with the 39-year-old quarterback over him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they did yeah. not plan on him playing. They did not think he was that. They would have went with him coming off the playoffs last year. Yeah. Right? I mean, how much credit should we give teams for, they kind of they might get lucky in this scenario mm -hmm. where Heineke plays out of his mind, was out of the league, and now all of a sudden, you know what? This kid ain't bad. Yeah. Um, I am a lot more surprised on the Washington defense. I mean, I'm surprised with Heineke as well, but when you got, when you got Terry McLaren, that helps, all right? Because that guy is absolutely unreal, and if you put him on, like, a primetime team, like if he was on Dallas or if he was on whoever, and you saw him every Sunday night you would be going absolutely bonkers of how good this wide receiver is in Washington. I am more surprised about their defense because I think the general consensus of Washington's defense was well, they, have, they have Chase Young. Chase Young is in the yeah. running to be, you know, NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Absolutely. Chase Young has zero sacks right now. Crazy. Zero sacks through four games. Now, are, are they double-teaming him? Are they triple-teaming? Are they quadru- I don't know. All I know is in the game of the NFL, sometimes you just walk into some sacks, all right? Ask me. I had three of them, okay? <laughs> he has zero right now in four games. So, like, that, that stat to me I think you were the most. You should have had about seven or eight. Thank you very much. I know, right? Holding and stuff, but whatever. Um, <laughs> and, and not being utilized on third downs like I should have been. Yeah, it's whatever, though. Gaining weight and, and, in Kansas City. Well, then, then nice. I had a Liz Frank injury. Yeah, but it is what it is. But anyways, so I'm surprised at that number from Chase Young, and I'm just surprised overall with that defense because, like you said, Brent, Ron Rivera – defensive-minded guy. Jack Del Rio brought in to be a defensive-minded guy, and they can't get it done. Their offense is getting it done, which yeah. is crazy. surprising. With what will be the offensive play of the year, because I picked him, Scary Terry F1 McLaren. That's the boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's do some rapid fire, and let's start with Baker Mayfield, who is 15 of 33 for 155 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. They somehow win 14 to 7. However, Baker has won these games where it doesn't look like he's capable in the passing game. Is there concern that he might be, not be the franchise guy? Yeah, you know, listen, I, I haven't been in love with Baker Mayfield over the years. I get criticized by some <clears throat> around here, not you, Austin, but some that might listen to the show. Okay. Um, and so I, I'm going to give Baker the benefit of the doubt, though, here. I, I, think, I think he's done a lot. You're not going to go out there and play great football all the time. You know, Aaron Rodgers stunk it up in week one, mm -hmm. all right? This was not a great performance from Baker Mayfield. I think it was like 15 to 32 or something. I look at that completion percentage, and today's NFL, to me, that tells a lot. Like, there's something wrong with your game plan or your execution if you're 15 of 32, especially yeah. for a veteran quarterback. Yeah. And so, uh, with a running game, by the way, you know. Sure. So, I think, listen, let's, let's see a couple weeks more of that kind of play before we get all over Baker Mayfield, in my opinion. I think he's done a lot of good things there. He's, he's, he's the guy right now, and he should be the guy. Um, and he's probably going to be the guy for the next handful of years in Cleveland. So I'm a little surprised. I mean, two touchdowns, two interceptions this year for Baker Mayfield. That's shocking to me. 
at the end of the day, though, this is a run-first team. They have one of the best, you know, running back tandems, if not the best tandem in the NFL, and they're always going to run first. So in that situation, sometimes you don't have to ask them to do a lot. You just have to ask them to be a game manager. Now, you can call them a game manager if you want. Are you paying them like a game manager? Did you draft them to be a game manager? Probably not. But that's the role that he's found himself in right now with Jarvis Landry hurt and Odell Beckham Jr. seeming to kind of start to ease back in uh, to being 100%. I'm not 100% sure of the question here, but I just want to put this in the atmosphere. The last three weeks, the Bills have scored 35, 43, and 40 and have allowed 0, 21, and 0. Mm. What, yeah, that's, what in the uh, world? That's, what, that's incredible. <laughs> but again, that is against what? Miami, uh, Washington, and... Houston. Houston. Come on, Brett. It's impressive. It was a l- after they lost to... Uh, yeah. I mean, it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah. But the Bills are... Here's the thing. After week one, we're like, whoa, wait a minute. Getting beat by Pittsburgh. And now yeah. you're like, okay, the Bills who are who we thought they were. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, they, yeah. They, they definitely, they're one of the teams to beat in cruising. And right now, ahead of a team like Kansas City, because Kansas City can't even play defense. Well, and it's going to be very telling this Sunday night because you got Kansas City. It's Bills, Kansas City, man. That's and awesome. That's going to be a, a game, especially at Kansas City. Like, you're, you're about to, fi- well, <laughs> one of the things is going to happen. Either Kansas City loses again and... Is it time to hit the panic button on Andy Reid, the Kansas City Chiefs, or the Bills lose? And it's like, okay, they're good, but they're not quite to that upper echelon maybe just yet. Yeah, and by the way, you're also like it's week five in the NFL. Does it really matter for what might take place in late December, January, into February? I think that's a fair question. A lot of teams are a lot different in early October than they're going to be later in the year. And you don't want to be unbelievable in early October sure. and hit your peak. But let me ask you this, Brent. If the, if the Chiefs end up being 2-3... Two and three, Well, 2-3 two and three is a worrisome. That's well, it's worrisome, too, because depending on what the Broncos do, they're 3-1, and one, although the Broncos yeah. ain't. Uh, yeah. But the Raiders, I think the Raiders are more scary than other people think. I mean, they didn't play well last night, but they're 3-1 and one with Carr can do some things. Yeah. Um, so... You know, and the Chargers. Shoot, I forgot about the Chargers. I mean, the Chargers Chargers might be the best team in the division. They might be. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to say that about the Raiders, definitely not about the Broncos. Mm -hmm. But it's a competitive division, and so you're not just walking away. Remember, when New England won all that time, year after year after year, they had a terrible division. Yes. And so that helps you. You get some weeks off. Well, that division this year, you play six games against those guys, the Chiefs don't get a week off, and they know them well. They have game-planned all summer for the last three years how to beat Kansas City. Yep. And right now, Kansas City, what is a factual statement about them, is their defense sucks. Casey, <laughs> for sure. Casey, I don't want to steal your shine, but i got a question for both of you guys. Better division right now, NFC, uh, the NFC West or the AFC West? I still go with the NFC West for me. I, okay. I just think they're more legitimate. Again, the Broncos and Raiders still have to show me something. And quite honestly, so do the Chargers. They have to prove it a little bit more. These other teams, Seattle, the Rams feel really just better than anybody on paper in a lot of ways. And Seattle knows how to win. San Francisco's been through it a little bit before and knows how to win. Um, and Arizona's 4-0. So, yeah, I think it's clearly Arizona. Casey? I'm sorry, the NFC West. Same thing. Man, give me the AFC. Oh, I like it. I like the Chargers. I, I, yeah, I like the Raiders. AFC. I like the – I mean, I don't like the Chiefs, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And yeah. Denver, like, Denver's not flashy on offense – and they're not flashy on defense either, but they just get it done. They've only allowed 49 points all year. Granted, they played the Jags once. That's fair. But if Teddy Bridgewater's the quarterback, I like I like Denver. If it's Drew Locke, I don't, but we'll just assume it's Teddy Bridgewater. He's in concussion protocol. But I think I think it's a quality division. Let me, let me just say one more thing. I know we're late, but 
if you take those four teams in the AFC West and the NFC West, mm -hmm. who's winning a Super Bowl, right? You go, okay, Kansas City, they can do it. They got Patrick sure. Mahomes. Sure. Are the Raiders winning the Super Bowl? Are the Chargers winning the Super Bowl? Denver, I don't think anybody's winning. The, everybody thinks going to win a Super Bowl. Now you go to the NFC West. Arizona? Oh, no, they might be the best team around. Yeah. They might be. Yeah, I'll, Seattle? I'll they've been there before. I don't think they're yeah. good enough this year to win the Super Bowl. The roster so doesn't say it. No. Uh, San Francisco? I think their quarterback situation isn't good enough. Too but they have a lot of good players now. Yeah. And they got there before with similar team. Yeah. But and, and then the Rams do look good. So I would say I would take two of the teams in the West to win the Super Bowl and only one in the w AFC West to win the Super Bowl. That's fair. That's fair. So... That's the way I look at it, at that's, least, I mean, that's, uh, that's, at how good they are. That's fair. Um, all right, uh, let's take a break. We're at Top Golf. We're going way long, but uh, we'll come back to a little rookie report card. We got Josh Colby coming up five o'clock. We call it Tuesdays from Top Golf. The Red Sox and Yankees tonight on ESPN 690. Oh my gosh! I don't how know if I want to watch. How are we feeling? I don't know if I want to watch. How are you feeling? I got there's a bad karma in town already. How are we feeling? No, you're not. Nah, not feeling it. it. Not feeling it. No, Casey, about, Casey yeah. thinks he is feeling it. I so. see about 20 text messages tonight saying how much the Red Sox suck from Brett Martin. Yes. If that helps them win, I will go, I'm all for it. I'm all of we'll a sudden back. very <laughs> bullish on the Red Sox. We'll talk about it later. But All right. We got That's that coming up. I know. Uh, for all you <clears throat> friendly wagerers out there. That's a tease. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Yeah, I can't say it enough. Uh, with Justin bouncing back from last week, what a what a what a great job for him to be able to respond to what happened, to learn, to get better. That's what this game's all about, right? You're you're a rookie quarterback in a tough environment. Your first start, you come back at home and you bounce back, and he did that. He made great plays, he made great throws, great decision making. His teammates stepped up for him. The defense did, the, the special teams, his coaches did, and uh, for that, I'm proud of, of, of all those guys. I'm assuming that's Nagy. Yep. <laughs> Somewhere in there I was waiting for Nagy to say, and I think I did a better job, too. <laughs> and I'm very impressed with my play calling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would put a, it kind of like made it sound like, yeah, last week he stunk. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yep. We didn't. He did. No, for sure. <laughs> Welcome back to Top Golf, everybody. Brent Martin, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz here on a Tuesday. We do Tuesdays from Top Golf every week uh, during the season. Josh Scobie joins us in about 25 minutes from 5 o'clock until 6 o'clock. Obviously more Urban Meyer talk along the way. Talking a lot about it yesterday and, and the first uh, hour and change today. Let's get to our rookie report card uh, yeah. here. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, uh, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, uh, Trey Lance. I get everybody? Uh, who am I missing? Davis Mills. Davis Mills. M Mr. F himself. Great week for everybody by Davis. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, did you give him an F? Uh, I think a D or an F. I don't oh, know. Prince. I forgot about him, and so Casey put one in for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really good to see you not taking the report card very seriously, Brent. Good job. <laughs> I forgot about Davis Mills. I mean, okay. I forgot that he even played. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Well, hey, I mean, yeah. they didn't put up any points, so he really didn't play. I mean, so. <laughs> never saw anything from him. I guess he had four picks. Yeah. Tough day. Yeah. That's, that's enough. <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry. All right, let's go. I got Trevor Lawrence. I gave him an A. I huh? want to see how you hold what you say about Trevor Lawrence. Didn't get the win, <laughs> and he had the one play near the goal line that you were critical of him about. Yeah. Um, I just thought I didn't see many flaws in that performance. I, 
I, okay. And I'm not going to be the guy that's all of a sudden like, hey, push the ball down the field a little more. We want 280 yards passing. Okay. I thought he ran it well. He did just about everything he was asked to do. He didn't make turnovers. Uh, it's a light grading week for me, you'll see. But Okay. But I give him an A. Why not? How many touchdowns did he have? One running. Okay. And how many passing? Uh, none. And did they win? Oh, no, he did. Did he have none running? Yeah, James Robinson had two. Yeah. Uh, they did not win. C+. Plus. C+. Plus. I did a C+. Plus. C+. Plus. What Casey. Do you what do you mean? Casey, you, have, you have, have a professor like, like this? You, 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 he's like the kid from Christmas Story. C+. Plus can't be. Uh, C+. Plus. You, you, what? what are you doing here? C+. Plus. What do you Brent, want the kid to do? First of all, I want you to win a game. And I want, you know, you know, touchdowns, I guess. Like, that, Brent, that's what I'm grading off of. Like, number one, the most important component of my grading scale is if you won the game or not. Did he win the game? No. Okay. He had one touchdown? Uh, one. Okay. Well, then what, what are we doing, though? I mean, he had, he had three touchdown drives and really sure. a fourth there a. right there. Give him an A, then. You, you, you better Four be, out of eight. You better be giving Mac Jones... AP classes like credit then or something <laughs> because if, if Trevor Lawrence is getting an A from that game, I can't just see Mac Jones and Zach Wilson get. I ask you this. Would you take that performance every day, every week from Trevor Lawrence? I would take that offensive performance, yes. But you're asking me how did Trevor Lawrence do? Yeah, he did fine. It was probably his best game. But at the same time, I mean, we're talking more about James Robinson. I think we are Trevor Lawrence. I'd give James Robinson an A. I think Trevor Lawrence got a C plus. Wow, C plus. That's crazy. He had one touchdown. So what? There's more what to it than so that. What? He, James Robinson had the touchdowns because he got him down there. James Robinson gets an A. What? Casey, are we Casey, out of our mind? Casey, am I, who's closer am, to being right, A or C plus? Have I lost my mind? So at the end of the year, Trevor Lawrence is getting rookie of the year because, well, I don't know, the offense looked pretty good. And By the Robinson way, pro football good. focus graded Trevor Lawrence is the best rookie quarterback of week four. How about that? Oh, really? Based off of what? What, what is their criteria? I don't know what the hell their okay. criteria is. Sure. They gave him the best sure. rate. Let's go and put some numbers out there and just call him good. Okay. A seems high, C plus seems low. I mean, <laughs> you, you when are you running for office? Have you put your have you put your hat in the mayoral race? I, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, who's? I don't know. I don't know how you give him an A if he doesn't win, but I don't know how you give him a C plus if he doesn't turn the ball over. Wait a minute. So, so we think so. There's the C. This is did the offense. Did the offense cost them that game? Doesn't matter. What do you mean it doesn't matter? We're grading the guy's performance. Brent. He can't win the game by himself. Brent. That is crap that it's because okay. of a win. Well, so, well, so basically, I, I, hey, the most he can do is get like four four A's all year. How how have I changed my philosophy? You've known this since last year. You have to win the ball game to get a, like an A+. Plus. You do. You have to win. That's the most if important If he had won, part. I would have given him an A+. Plus. Okay. <laughs> if he I gave him an A. If he pitches if the ball on that one play, you can give him an A. There you go. If they didn't call that play, we could have given him an A. Brent, he, That's he, also he, true. Brent, his judgment, his call cost you fourth down on the goal one. But go and give him an A. It's all good. All right, next up, Zach Wilson. You go first because I can't hear this great. I gave him an A. Not an A+. plus. No. So Zach Wilson beats the Tennessee Titans, throws, I think, two, what, two touchdowns? Two touchdowns. And Better he has just the same half. amount of 
grading as Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, does. because I watched the game. I saw so him did make I. Some bad plays too. I saw him throw a, a, an absolute bullet to Keelan Cole he did. to set him up to Very win the game against the Tennessee. Team. I also saw him throw it at the feet of the tight end that could have walked off and won the game. And I saw Trevor Lawrence not pitch to James Robinson and score a touchdown on the goal line. So they can go back and forth. That's one play for each of them. Yeah. Also, and, Zach and, had an interception. Yeah. Also, Zach. Uh, and Zach had two missed, touchdowns. Uh, completion. And well, Tennessee one, got the ball back to tie it at 24-17. And one quarterback won. And one quarterback won and one quarterback didn't. The end. Thanks for so playing. I take all those negative plays from Zach, and I give him credit for winning. That's why he gets an A. What do you get? B+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> B+. Plus, and then let's just keep it rolling. Trey Lance. This, this is ridiculous. What did I give Trey? A B? I think I gave him a Brent, you don't even know what you're giving these quarterbacks. Like, how are you I supposed to take this early this in the day. I'm trying to so beat on the Urban Meyer front. Put He's some, distracting put me. Put some pride into this game. <laughs> how are you supposed to make an argument and you can't remember what you gave your quarterback? My argument for Trey Lance is I think he got thrown into it. Okay. I also, I knock him for the 9 of 18. You should. I don't like the lack of percentages. You should. Two touchdowns, no picks. And... I think, again, I think he was he was softly graded here because he wasn't supposed to be his game. Grading on a curve, okay. A little bit, yeah, okay. a little bit for him. I mean, I, that's a tough spot to put the kid in and ask him not to do a play or two or three, but to go right in there and, at halftime and bingo play. Sure. I got to be. I got to be minus. Okay, fair enough. We're at least okay. close. Maybe because you didn't win. <laughs> well, I mean, that meant, I'm true. sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, didn't win. I thought it was performance-based business, but when wins, wins <laughs> losses or everything, but, hey, I guess if you have long hair or, you know, if, if Brent's been to your hometown before, I guess you get an A+. Plus. So it's, it's great. That's true. It's great. That's true. I it's love fantastic. you, Trevor. I love you. Yeah, Happy birthday tomorrow, Trevor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Justin Fields. Yeah. I give him an A. Give him an A. I give him an A, man. Did you see the numbers? Here's the thing what I like about Justin. Okay. Again, it's, it's more than numbers. First of all, you got to win. Th that's important. Yes, it yep. is. Yes. Made enough plays to do that. And I really like the bounce back for Fields. Seriously. I, I think Nagy probably bounced back too. But I think Fields to come off that performance, and we see it in this league now. They can snowball performance-wise. Sure. And, and the goal the other way. Uh, that showed to me as moxie, some mental toughness. And, and he's got the ability to be good. I thought, hey, listen, he, he won that game. And uh, Chicago's in a place where I just don't know how many games they're going to win. So I like the performance a lot. It was really interesting. I don't know. I actually never looked how many times this guy. What was the receiver he threw it to? One time he threw he had targeted Mooney. Mooney five times Mooney. out of all five targets. Yeah. Four for five. All of them to him. I was like, whoever picked Allen Robinson. <laughs> With all due respect to Allen Robinson. So, I like yeah. I like the performance. I gave it an A. Okay. Uh, Justin Fields, 11 of 17, 64%, zero touchdowns, one interception, ran three times for nine yards. Okay, Brent. I mean, that's, that's an A to you. I, I gave him... The win. I gave him a B minus. Yeah, fair enough. You're probably more accurate on that. It's all good. Um, I really got excited about the quarterbacks this week. I think that was it. They finally turned the corner for me. Yep. Uh, who else ne who next? Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Gave him an A. <laughs> Didn't okay. care about the loss. Uh, again, here's the thing with Mac. Yeah. Mac is getting probably a little more credit than he deserves this coming off this game. Sure. I and, and I love Mac, and I think he's a great story, and I think he did a heck of a job. Yeah. I, again, I look at the in, intangibles in that game yeah. for him to just, hey, man, I'm going against the GOAT. I don't care. All this stuff going on, I don't care. I'm going to go perform. But I really give a nod to the Patriot coaching staff, too. They made that very simplistic and easy on him. And he really wasn't asked to do a whole heck of a lot down the field. And when yeah. he did, he threw the interception. 
but I just thought everything surrounding that game, he gave them a chance to win, and, and that's something Mac's been doing. He's giving them a chance to win football games outside of the previous week where he threw it three picks. Yeah. So I thought that was a good, really good performance. I think we're going to see more from all these guys. I think Mac's going to have to do more to win those games. And by the way, he is one and three, and the Patriots are one and three at the end of the day. Yeah. But I just I think it's an A performance based on everything going on in that game and what they asked him to do. They never asked him to do more than that. What they asked him to do was exactly what he did. 40 attempts, 31 completions. That's pretty impressive. 275 yards passing, two touchdowns, one interception, uh, one interceptions, interception. Uh, that, that gets a B for me because he didn't win the game. All right. Solid B. Fair now, enough. maybe some grades are fairer than others. Maybe I'm a, a very well-distinguished professor you are. giving out these grades, and maybe Brent is like a substitute teacher who's just trying to pay the bills. <laughs> that's probably Maybe, it. maybe that's <laughs> what you're bringing to the table. You're right definitely the professor good. that cares about plagiarism and stuff. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, definitely I'm that shutting guy. all that yeah, down, I've got man. the beard and everything. Yeah, it I'm makes shutting a lot all of that sense. down. All I need some glasses. Like and Dr. Janusko uh, or whatever. I have no idea who that guy is, but uh, all yeah. I need is a monocle. We're good to go. He was he was uh, a professor at Bachelor University. <laughs> oh, was he really? Yeah. And so I think that was the name. Really? All right. You. I am an easier grader this week, though. I like the rookie quarterbacks, what they did. I think we're turning the corner. Let's see if they grow the next month, these next four weeks, and continue to pile on to that. Because uh, it was a rough start for that group. Oof. Everybody. Oof. And now they got, let's see if they can turn more into wins, which is tough in Jacksonville, in New York, and even Chicago, I think, because their teams are just okay. Yeah. You know? And the Patriots might just be okay. Quite frankly, yeah. uh, we'll see. All right, we got to run. We come back from Top Golf. We uh, we'll talk a little bit about Red Sox Yankees, and then we get into football at five. More on Urban Meyer, of course. A little bit about this Tennessee game coming up. Josh Kobe will join us in just a few minutes. It's Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. He has to have a one, two, three first inning. Uh, when the the Red Sox have gone to him, they've gone to him early. So that's something to watch. Uh, number two is fastball command. Uh, ever since coming back from the hamstring injury, uh, Garrico has not had the control uh, he's, uh, you know, had most of the year. And then number three with two strikes, Garrico has to put hitters away right away, not go 0-2 to 3-2. You really want to put hitters away early, early contact, and it is paramount that Garrico gets into seventh inning. None of this five and a third or five and two-thirds. Wow, that's Alex Rodriguez. That's a lot that's going to go right for Garrett Cole, I mean, that, that would think. Uh, and certainly it could. J.D. Martinez out of the lineup for the Sox. That's a big blow to the Red Sox, but they do have a good lineup nonetheless. Garrett Cole has not pitched well as of late for the Yankees, especially against the Red Sox. Uh, Nathan Avaldi, he's a guy that can be really good or not so good, but he has some guts to him, if you remember the World Series a few years back. Uh, so I kind of like the moxie of Evaldi on the mound, but Garrett Cole definitely better. Yankees should be favored. I don't know if they are, but they should be, even though it's at Fenway Park. They're the better team. They really are. I've been saying that for a while. And I know I joke about how much the Red Sox stink, uh, but the Red Sox are, are, are a very flawed team. The Yankees are too, but less flawed. Uh, there's less margin of error for the uh, Red Sox for sure. My buddy's going to the game tonight, Pat. Uh, my best friend, Pat, he just told me this afternoon. So that place That's should awesome, be rocking. Man. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, Red Sox-Yankees wild card. It's, it's pretty cool. It's big. Uh, the blood will boil a little bit tonight for this guy, and it doesn't usually anymore. Like it just I, means I'm, more, Brent. I'm not, it does just mean more. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, uh, Red Sox-Yankees. 
does that get you're not a, like a sit down and watch baseball guy you like the brewers and i think yeah, you'll yeah. watch the brewers and of course in the playoffs you'll have the well, brewers on your phone especially because me and stewart now are going you know toe to toe yeah, here. and, and brave so yeah. you'll be watching but i don't know if like from a baseball fan perspective will you peek in on this game at all red Sox i would yeah, no, I, because it's big you know? i am yeah i, I am I'm, I'm reminded actually and i, I told the story before I, i've played au basketball in albany and I think, like, during that time, it was, like, a Red Sox-Yankees series. And, like, being in Wisconsin, even you appreciate just how much it meant. But actually just being in a bar in, or, like, a sports bar in Albany having lunch between games and, like, seeing Yankees fans, like, how they feel about Boston and kind of just getting their perspective about things, it's like do or, it's like do or die. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like life and death. So, like, I got an appreciation kind of just, once again, sitting in a sports bar in Albany and seeing how I felt about Red Sox fans. So I'm definitely going to tune in. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. Um, actually, I watched a little bit of a, like the, their last series together just to tune in and check it out. I'll definitely watch this one tonight because the stakes could not be higher. Casey, why do you like the Red Sox tonight? I don't, um, <laughs> believe it or not. I mean, <laughs> I really just don't. I, I, I do think the Yankees are better. I'm just being honest. If, I hate the Yankees. Hate them. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I just think the Yankees are a better team. And now that doesn't mean in a one-game thing the Red Sox can't win, uh, absolutely. But why do you like the Red Sox? Uh, because of Nathan Avaldi. I mean, I started digging into the stats. I mean, I know he was great in the postseason uh, that year they won the World Series. ERA of 1-6-1. That's pretty incredible. So he's obviously built for it. But then I looked a little deeper into this year. Um, he's been much better at home. Obviously, this game is at home. He only has a uh, 1.12 whip at home, which is great. And then I looked at every game specifically, and he's pitched against the Yankees six times. One time was a clunker. It was two and two-thirds. He gave up seven runs. That's bad. The other five starts, 30, 31 in the third innings, he's allowed seven runs. That's an ERA of 203. I just – one bad start is one bad start. I'm not going to hold that against him. Garrett Cole's been all over the place. I've been very consistent that I wouldn't want to face Garrett Cole in this game. But – Nathan Avaldi, you've got Kyle Schwarber, who has great history off of Garrett Cole, and he's made for it in the playoffs. He was great with the Cubs, so give me the Red Sox. All right, who, a couple quick hitters. Who has more pressure tonight, Red Sox or Yankees? Yankees. Casey. Yankees. You think so? Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. I, I do think there's more pressure. Listen, you have Judge and Stanton in your lineup. You, have, you went and got Rizzo. You got that lineup. Even though the Red Sox lineup can be very good, it doesn't have the name, star power of all that. I do think, and Garrett Cole, by the way, this is why they got Garrett Cole. He's a $300 million guy for this. Yep. And if he doesn't win that, wow. And I also think, hey, if the Yankees lose, does Aaron Boone get fired? Yes. I think, I think so, too. Especially because he'd lose to Boston. If they were playing the Rays, maybe not. But if you lose to Boston, yes, I think you get fired. Yeah, I don't know if that would factor in. I think he's See, done either way. I, I just mean, think I from how the season turned out. Team. Yeah, I mean, I think they did not. Uh, regardless, if you go on the playoffs, that's fine. But if you lose this game... Talk about an underachieving season on a team that's supposed to probably win the division. Yeah, so it should be a good one. Uh, ESPN 690, you can tune in tonight. 7.30 coverage starts, 8 o'clock game. And, Casey, you're going to be doing some special World Series coverage leading up to the World Series on ESPN 690 in a few weeks. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're doing 30 minutes of pregame before all the World Series games, so at least four up to seven. Uh, we're working on some stuff for that. We're excited. Obviously, the game times for the World Series are not yet announced. But we're assuming around uh, 6.30 to 7 window. We're excited for it and can't wait to get going. Yeah. That's when you say we're, it's just, it's you, right? It's, <laughs> it's, just, me. I don't th it's just me. Okay, okay. No, that's awesome, dude. Congrats. Like, I mean, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it's good. I, I thought I had to do something as we, well. We, sure? we as a station, I guess, as I guess, yeah. 6 no, good. That's no. good. Casey, that'll be great. I like it, man. Um, the more you can do. Absolutely. And uh, 
you might get a call if the Brewers were in it. Oh, Casey, yeah. <laughs> if you need any Craig Council, any Milwaukee Brewers expertise, I'm your guy. Well, I was kind of, I was kind of asking around. I told Weber, hey, if the Braves are in it, I need you. If the Brewers are in it, Austin, I'm gonna need you. Brent, Red Sox, you get the idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Ty's ready for it's the Rays. You guys have sources if you want. I'd love to have sources. By the way, if you need anybody, how did you punch the wall and break your hand? Austin Brent. can help you out. Brent. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be so back. Football back at five. Josh Kobe joins us coming up or next on ESPN 690 live from Top Golf. It's Tuesdays at Top Golf. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.